Yeah. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the fourth podcast. Today we got a lot to cover. And uh, first things first, like I mentioned before we started the podcast, I really need, we really need an intro music because I feel like the way I started out now kind of feels a little bit like all up in your face, but it's whatever. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. My name is Chosen. I have here are my two co-hosts, Schooms and Vulture. Mm-hmm. We have... Mm-hmm. I am both. <laughs> yep. Uh. <laughs> I am both. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of shit to cover. Excuse my language, but... I think Vulture, um... Uh, what you gonna call it? Fuck, I think you said something earlier that I wanted to jump into it. But, nonetheless, you could take over the first topic. Please don't let it be the phase thing. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Lord, I, I've seen that face thing everywhere, bro. I don't even know like the full story. I just know the gist of it, and I'm just like, please stop talking about it. I like, I'm tired of seeing it everywhere. Wait, the face thing uh, was talking about the face T-Food or T-Food, whatever happened. Wait, why don't I see that? Oh, no, 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 no. It's not in no, the no, news. No, no, no. I'm not talking about oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. No, because okay. I was telling Vulture that like that's something I was thinking about talking about. Oh, get no, it out the no, way, no, but no, yeah. No. It's, it's kind of interesting, but now we, we're not gonna talk about that on the podcast. It's, it's funny though. I just nah, just go go read Twitter. <laughs> but um, like I said before, we have a lot to cover. Uh, it's mainly uh, consoles because this past month has been crazy for consoles. Xbox and Sony teaming up, and and Google Stadia right. gonna announce prices this summer. Microsoft right. announcing their streaming service. PlayStation bringing out more details about the PlayStation Five, like. This month is crazy, and with E3 being like four, well, I'll say fourteen days, like three weeks or so, it's, it's man, <laughs> the information wow. is gonna be crazy. Um, That's crazy. It really is about three weeks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's crazy, and it's a perfect timing too because uh, I'll be writing, I'll be writing the next podcast, which we could definitely mm-hmm. do some E3 uh, predictions because apparently too with that before we jump into the first topic, um, Xbox. Plans on making this their longest, their longest um, E3. So you know we'll see what they're gonna announce because I remember a couple of E3s back they planned on announcing two different, or they're rumored to announce two different products. So um, we'll see we'll see how that goes for the next three weeks. But rolling into the first topic, uh, real quick, I think we should figure out something for E3. Like for the podcast, like maybe get an episode in, maybe right after it or during it or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we can, we can totally like whatever we think our most important days are going to be. We can totally just like if everyone's available, we can totally just podcast us watching E three or oh, something. Yeah, facts, shit. facts, facts. You right, right. dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can totally <laughs> but <do>. you can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> Wait, why not? The fuck? No, no, no! Excuse oh, me, nice. catch <laughs> Oh no, I, I, I missed it. Uh, nah, chosen episodes regular <laughs> shenanigans. Um, but first topic though, um, Infinity Ward announcing that they're coming out with a new Call of Duty. As we know, you know this happened. <laughs> you said Infinity Ward, and I Did immediately you? thought of Avengers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I was like, Did oh, I, guys, say Infinity I can't Stones? wait to play my. I can't wait to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Wait, wait, wait. You uh, mean Modern Warfare Four or the first no, Modern Warfare? Fam, it's called Modern Warfare. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm just, I'm just doing that because <laughs> it was super Fuck confusing, this, dude. Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck. Is it Infinity Ward making it? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Them. Fuck them for this title. Honest to God. X, you ready to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare on the Xbox One X, bro? I'm fucking hype. Right. It's what it's gonna be called. Contrary to the other one, it's it's. The other one was called Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. This is going to be Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Okay, but Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I mean, like, come on. Yeah, nobody call it... I mean, people might call it COD 4 for abbreviation, but nobody was like, Call of Duty Modern Warfare for Warfare of Water... You know what I'm saying? Warfare it's the Xbox One X situation all over. It's the Xbox One situation all over again, but this time it's a video game. Oh, yeah. It pisses me off. I don't get what the what this naming is. This this naming screams of we need to fire our marketing department because this yeah. is trash. <laughs> yeah, so um I think I forgot where I got this information from. I think I got it on Twitter that um 
they let a lot of celebrities and just like pretty much famous people play play the game. Right. And uh, they just talked about how they kind of gave it that old school feel. Oh, it's supposed to be like a, a what was it like a refresh or a, what the word is for it? Oh, reboot. Yeah, there you go. It's supposed to be like yeah, a reboot. reboot. And um, people who played it, the famous people and shit like that, they were like, "Oh, you know, the games for the nice," which every Call of Duty does. So I'm taking that with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll I'll be lying mm-hmm. if I said I wasn't interested because you know we all, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not we all, but you know we like Infinity War, Call of Duty. I know I have, and those were like the uh, the golden days of Call of Duty. Right. I, you know, I I do feel like they're gonna add microtransactions and all of that. Like that's something like I expect. I just hope. The gameplay, if they're calling it a reboot, I just hope it's, you know, my my past reboot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck reboots. Stop <laughs> making games every fucking year, and you won't have this problem. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. that's my that's honestly my stance on it. Like, I don't fucking care about a reboot. You've released a game every year for what the past twenty years, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years. Start making, start gapping them out, and you wouldn't have run out of ideas so fucking quick. Like, I don't know. It's funny because I heard about this game. Um, I heard that the game might not actually end up playing anything like the old Modern Warfare game. But that obviously that hasn't been confirmed yet. But I'm I'm kind of interested to see what the case is with the gameplay because I'll prefer they just make it like the old Modern Warfare games. If this is really what they're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, um but yeah, we'll see because that's uh that's all based off of what people said. I. It's weird, yeah, like Scoom said, it's it's whatever because when they announced this, like my first my first thought was like, man, I'm just I feel like Black Ops Four didn't even reach its like its its end, you know, like it's still like seasons out and DLC is still coming out and I'm enjoying that game and it comes another Call of Duty that I know is gonna get released later this year. And I'm just like yeah, dang cause... bro, like can I can I play this game for a year at least, you know? Yeah, the battle pass stuff and all that made Black Ops feel kind of like he was getting drug out. Maybe not drug out, because drug out makes it sound like it was old, but it's made it feel like it hasn't run its course yet. That's because um, they never run their course. Like, that's yeah, the true. problem. But it's, that's it's the entire issue. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do feel like when it comes to yearly release games, I feel like there is a point in the life cycle of that game throughout the year where it does start to feel like, all right, I'm, I, this is getting old. I'm ready for the next one. Maybe... I mean, not ready for the next one as though you like them releasing new ones every year, but the game does kind of get kind of stale after a while. Yeah, because they're the same. They're so fucking bland. Like, that's the <laughs> thing, man. Like, I, I, like it's- I understand people like the simple competitive shooters, but, like, that's why. If they had one game for five, like, let's say they made one Call of Duty for a four-year period, right? But every quarter they released, or like even every two quarters of the year they released new maps and shit, it would be no different than a whole than making a whole other game. Like True. if you know, right. if they were like, yeah, you know, we're gonna release like four maps or five maps every six months, but it's only the one game, that would be a much better system for people continuing to play than to release a new game every single year. I That's just feel what like, I want to go. Oh, I'm sorry. I just feel like with Black Ops 4, like what you like you mentioned, how they just you know the game starts to feel stagnant, and then here comes another Call of Duty. I just feel like Black Ops 4 for me kind of fixed that in a way. Them adding Blackout, I don't. I feel like it's not like I feel like that game has a, a like a longer lifespan than than other Call of Duty. So for them to announce that is like, like yeah, yeah, yeah like what the fuck? Because every Black Ops, you know. Every new one that came out, people slowly faded away from the previous game. So I don't want mm-hmm. I don't want this new Call of Duty just dropping Black Ops 4. Not that I'm like in love with Black Ops 4, but I just feel like with zombies multiplayer and Battle Royale, and they could do so much with Battle Royale. Like there's no rush for another game, but you know, that's just how it is. Yeah, I mean I listened to uh, Inside Gaming on what is it? What are they on now? IGN, I think. And they were talking about how they think that um, because there's also been rumors, I should preface this first, uh, they were saying that next year's Call of Duty will likely be the last one because Call of Duty sales have like dropped off dramatically over the years and they're believing that Modern Warfare, you know, rebranding it and bringing it back is like their last ditch effort at trying to make the franchise kind of pop off again like it used to. 
And they're saying a big reason for why it might be falling off is because, like, games like Fortnite and Apex, you know, they have battle passes. You know, they're free-to-play games that they have in-game purchases to kind of extend the playability of the game. Mm, and they were talking about... Becoming free-to-play, that would be, that'd be interesting. Yeah, and so that's uh, one thing that they brought up was, you know, what if Call of Duty became free-to-play and, you know, they added battle passes and whatnot. I mean, I don't know if it would make me play anymore, but probably more people would probably be interested in it just because it's free to play you don't have to play pay 60 for a copy paste cookie cutter game <laughs> right yeah but we'll, we'll we'll reach that boat when we get there if they announce it that's cool and everything that's not really like the game that i'm right you know that i'm like ranking for black right, right, right. Here, yeah it's a call of duty yes um moving on to uh bigger and better news uh google announced i think it was google or maybe somebody works in google announced the uh stadia's release date specs prices and its performance well not the actual analytics just announcing that they plan on announcing that stuff come this <laughs> summer that's a good yeah. announcement. uh there's been rumors that they'll probably do it around e3 which would make sense um some people say just before some have said right after i think it'd probably be just before or right at e3. i think that makes the most sense yeah according to um pc games they did mention that this summer would be like a uh, a perfect time to to announce it along well, maybe not maybe at e3 or even at the e3 who knows but mm -hmm. i think summertime would be perfect um yes, pricing sir. the thing about pricing because i know you mentioned that there was hardware so i wonder is it going to be the the monthly price for the for the service and the price for the hardware you know what i mean or if you're paying for each game individually because they are going to have first party um support for some games but is everything going to be streamed i guess i don't know but I, I, uh i think a lot of the hardware they're talking about is from like the servers that it's streaming from because um uh, even here they're talking about the stadia will scale up when uh i'm sorry the stadia will scale up as and when more performance is required but we do know that each instance will utilize a custom x86 intel cpu running at 2.7 gigahertz this will be paired with custom AMD graphics, silicone capable of 10.7 teraflops yeah. of raw compute fitted with 56 compute units and HBM2 memory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds um, amazing, especially comparing it to like the Xbox One X specs. Um, I know the piece of hardware that I've heard that is like physical that is, we can actually see and know about is the controller. Um, they talk about a specially paired controller to go with the Google Stadia. No, um, I'm still like iffy on how this is going to work. I mean, obviously a lot of people are because they haven't announced a lot of news for it, but you know, we know it's supposed to be a streaming service, but there's not much else outside of that. We just have some kind of random numbers to possibly play around with. I just feel like the, yeah, like basing, basing the, the specs off of, um, what you read, the, and I just feel like, I wonder what the price is going to be. Because those specs were definitely greater than the Xbox One X, and right. that was five hundred dollars. So it's like, what what does Google plan on doing if they do release the hardware on top of a streaming service? Like, I don't think I don't think the Google Stadia is, is replacing PC. You know, it's, I don't think it's right. No right. one's like leaving their PC for like we mentioned a couple episodes back. So it's like, why would I spend that much on it? If I have these two, you know, like who's this geared towards? If I already have three platforms, that's that's, a, that's the thing. Like, who is it for? <laughs> right? Yeah, that's like that. Right. That's like, that what? got the burning question out of me. Like, with me having a Switch, a PC, uh, Xbox, a, a PlayStation, like who? It's like, not for me. They say it's to be like more accessible to you know people to play games. But like, if you have to end up spending hundreds of dollars anyway, just buy a fucking Xbox, buy a fucking PlayStation. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? But we'll see. Like, I don't know. Like I said, the thing that sucks about the Stadia is, like, people want to comment a lot about it and be very critical, including myself. But we don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, that's right. the entire issue at the moment. The future for me of being convenient is uh, is, is cross -plat more cross-platform and, and cross-progression. Um, that, that's, that's going off of... Like I'm going off the whole Google Stadia thing, but I feel like that that alone is like I, I just love it. 
the cross progression is because I do that with RuneScape. I, like I love playing it on the go on my phone. They come home and continuing, and I think Dauntless is going to be like that. Well, I don't know if it's cross play or cross progression. I, I'm like a little off with that because it just dropped. But yeah, no, I kind of agree with you. And I know some people said this could be the case with the Stadia. But we're not 100% sure yet. But that's really what I've been looking for is a. Uh, you know, be able to buy my games and then download them to, um, like, my PS4, for example. And then be able to play, like, my PS4 games on my PC or, you know, I leave and go can play on my laptop or play on my iPad. You know, something like that. Like, yeah. that to me is better than what the alternative of what Stadia could probably be is, you know, the whole games as a service thing where you just, you stream it like a Netflix type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. like the netflix of gaming i don't i don't like games as a service i feel like the gaming community as a whole doesn't like games as a service like that and i don't think it's really good to have games like that because like i said i've told people before like games aren't like movies like netflix and hulu they work because nobody cares about owning their movies or their tv shows you know as long as you can see them whenever you want to see them it's cool but games are something that you always go back to and you play them probably more frequently than you'll watch a tv show like with TV shows, you're not going to watch the same episode over and over and over and over and over again, you know, five times a week. But with games, you're going to play games several hours a day, maybe every day. Sometimes you're going to want to play by yourself. Sometimes you're going to want to play by with your friends. Okay, what happens when the servers go down? Then you can't actually play your game. You're, you're screwed. You're out of luck. There's, there's a lot of reasons why I think that... Uh, just the whole streaming your game thing, like it's Netflix. I don't like that idea. I, I'd prefer to just own my games. I don't. I don't want to say it's not going to do well, but I don't like the idea as a whole. <laughs> so if that is a direction Stadia is going in with the whole the Netflix is a gaming thing, I reject that idea wholly. <laughs> not to mention, which is the part I'm thinking about. You ever notice the more games you have in your library, the more you don't know what the fuck to play? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> honestly, man, like that shit would suck if you had access to like literally everything. You'd be game hopping every day. And then let's not forget to like pricing. Yeah, because <laughs> I just like <laughs> as as much as we talk about this, I'm just thinking of like the Stadia coming out, and you know we get the good price, whatever. You know the first party games are cool. But then, like, it makes me think, like, I don't need this, you know? Like, I don't, like, I, I definitely don't need this. That's why I hope that, because uh, I'm not sure if I can find this anywhere, if it's confirmed, if you can use, you could play those games through current Google products, like Google Chromecast yeah, and stuff. you can. You, yeah. you can. So that'd be yeah. cool, because I can see myself getting a, a Chromecast, and if I can play, like, Call of Duty or something on, on it, then that'd be, that's, that's pretty convenient for me, because it's already plugged in the back of my TV. Grab the control said, player. Uh, games should even be available to be played on like your Android device because they even showed at um, what was that event that they EDC G GDC yeah yeah GDC yeah, yeah, yeah EDC was the music thing anyway uh, they had Android phones plugged up to the Google Stadia controller through Bluetooth and so um, you know that that just goes to show the many platforms that they have it. One thing I heard was that there was some lag and that's the biggest Big thing time, that everybody's yeah. been complaining about is like you know if this comes out there's going to be lag and it's like i know google is saying that they 100 percent promise there's not going to be lag but that, i don't know bro. i'm not just going to take your word if for you, it you, if, they, if your internet is suitable then i can i can kind of agree on 100 percent lag not having lag but that's it like you know it's it's like promising not everybody's going to go hungry like <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, it's gonna happen. Like, there's gonna be issues where I may have, like, terrible internet at one area and I try it and my game experience is terrible. You know, they can't do right. anything about that because that's my fault. Like I said, you know, we'll see what they do, but the servers they're gonna have to have are... It's gonna be crazy to, to support this. But it's Google, you know. They they definitely have money, so it's not like they can't afford it, but... Man, is yeah. it the right move, I guess? We'll see because it's not even out that people are writing it off. I'm also curious to see how long this service lasts because Google has this habit of they'll start something and then kill it off like shortly after. <laughs> like they love uh, dabbling around in different services and whatnot mm -hmm. and then just not supporting them for too long.
And then, so uh, I'm also looking to see how that turns out. And Scoons hate Google, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know, fuck, I just realized after I said that, I'm that one guy on the podcast that's always talking shit about whatever we're talking about. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scoons. Right, we gotta peek that's at, why we're here. We gotta peek at his interest. <laughs> You have to be the pessimist to force us to be the optimist. Yeah, I guess so. Fuck Google, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, I mean, hmm? I'm not gonna say I completely disagree with Schoons either, though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, like, like Schoons, like for people, for for everyone who's listening, Schoons isn't just like unbiased and just hates everything. Like he has reasoning, and his reasoning for explaining why he doesn't like Google, like I, I understand both sides of the spectrum. Like I just like Google because of, I mean. Not that I like like them. Like if I like I cherish like their services. Like I'm just okay with Google. Like it's theirs, Gmail, everything I use. I have a, I have a Pixel. You know it's whatever. When Scoobus told me his side of the story, it's like all right, I can see why you would hate it. But you know he's not just bat shitting. You know companies just because there's reasons behind it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, moving on from that, because you know I can't wait till they announce that. Uh, speaking of other crazy shit come, happening, uh, Microsoft and Sony decide to, uh, you know, let's team up and, and, and fuck the competition. You know, let's do this for the customers. Apparently they're teaming up. Uh, to. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's what they said. <laughs> no, no, but... no. They didn't say that. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, they're teaming up for what, what is a streaming service? And there's, there's, Sony's teaming up with Microsoft essentially to use their Azure service um, for their cloud, for their own cloud service, because um, Sony is kind of behind when it comes to the whole streaming thing. You know, uh, you know, Google Stadia is coming up, plus Xbox is announcing xCloud, plus they already have Game Pass. And then yeah. PlayStation has PS Now, but its numbers are dookie. So true, true. <laughs> they, they're partnering up with uh, Microsoft and kind of using their cloud technology, which is Azure. Um, I would go into Azure, but if you're not like an IT professional, it's not important. Basically, Microsoft, a lot of their money, for those it's, who don't yeah, know, a lot of their money is in business cloud right now, in enterprise cloud. And so their inter- their cloud technology is great. Sony needs it so that they can have their own cloud gaming service. Essentially. Yeah, and it's like their whole like cloud computing thing they were trying to do with like uh, render helping render um, games and stuff like through computers that are maintained at their uh, right. base of operations through the cloud and just they're they're trying to hop on board and hopefully they can hopefully this means that Sony's going to start opening up more to working with Xbox to do things like support cross-platform developers that want to do cross-platform play and stuff mm-hmm. right um which is the thing that i'm mostly looking forward to but we really don't know how far this is going to go yeah it was just an announcement they're definitely yeah. i feel like they're definitely doing this to even though xbox has been doing well sorry not not really has been doing but started it's starting strong with their announcement for their streaming and then playstation is getting into it but then it kind of makes you think, like, damn, there's gonna there's gonna be three big streamer, big streaming services out with Google Stadia and PlayStation jumping on board and Xbox. Yeah, word around like the I guess the gaming community as far as like the industry level is concerned is that companies are really trying to push for cloud uh, cloud streaming games because they really feel like that's where they can make their money. And I mean, the gaming community is gaming companies are very predictable with how they want to move because um, mm-hmm. a lot of times when you'll see every gaming company every uh, developer and whatnot they'll go all in on one thing and you know okay well this is where gaming is going to be for a little while mm-hmm. and uh you see all these large uh console manufacturers they're going all in on a in the same streaming thing oh. so you know that this is what they really want to put money in so this is what's going to be the focus at least for the beginning of next-gen consoles um where they go mid in the middle of the life of next-gen consoles who knows but at least for the beginning portion they're really going to be pushing this streaming thing i can see it already i just i don't know like i don't care much for it like i like i get that it's you know like you said they're doing it for 
is that next business it it might turn into something very cool in the future but right now it's just one of those things that i don't think anybody really wants to deal with yeah like them announcing that the playstation will have like 8k sorry the playstation yeah, 5 like, 8K i don't and it's give like, a shit yeah. i don't even have 4k on what i'm doing <laughs> get everybody to 4k first you know <laughs> like make 4k the standard before you make 8k an even further off option yeah like i would love for ps5 and xbox next gen xbox to just natively run 4k 60 frames like yep. i'll be fucking amazed with that maybe if it has enough power to dish 144 depending on your monitor depending on what display you're using for great you know that'd be cool that'd be another major thing to have but if you can just have 4k 60 frames out the box that's that's great for me because I, I hate every now and then i look at an xbox one x and i'll be like you know that's a cool system like as far as the power it dishes out but then i remember that i'm spending this much on a console and i can't even get 60 frames out of select games only like they're i don't even say only their first parties but uh, there's a handful of games that support it and then there's a lot of games that don't support 60 and it's it's ridiculous to spend that much, but like like Scoom said, if they can make 4K 60 a standard, then that'd be great, and then ease us into 8K because I think yeah, like we need to. Everybody needs to get on board with 4K first. It reminds me of like when the 360 and the PS3 first came out, and you had like some people that were playing on like really nice flat screens, and then you know their games were in 720p. Maybe like it was scaled to 1080, but you know the game was rendering in 720. And then you would go to your buddy's house and he was playing on like a tiny ass CRT TV and fucking four by three aspect ratio. And it's like, that's kind of where I feel like they're trying to push us again to this point where like they want to make, they're already jumping, you know, past the point of, it's like they're, they're widening the gap of what's available to people, mm -hmm. which isn't, isn't, it's not good. <laughs> everybody needs to be somewhat similar in what we're since it's a console especially with multiplayer games everybody should be somewhat similar in the tech that they're playing on all right yeah but uh the, their their teaming up was definitely random i heard that um i want to make sure i'm quoting this right but i think i heard that it was either this, I believe the Sony team or the Microsoft team, one of the two, wasn't even like aware this was going down at the time. Like they found out like Sony when team. everyone else did. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's kind of crazy to me. So that's, I think that's something to look out for. See how well this partnership works out. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't know exactly how this is going to work out. I think. To some extent, this is kind of overblown because a lot of the people who don't understand how cloud and everything works, they're probably thinking, oh, man, Microsoft and Sony, they're teaming up. They're going to do this, that, and the third. They're going to do all these great things. Nah, bro, listen. Sony is just using Microsoft's cloud technology because, like I stated before, Microsoft makes a lot of their money from the cloud. They're they're known for the cloud. A lot of like normal people don't know that because they just think of Microsoft as either Xbox or Windows. Well, most of Microsoft's money is made in the cloud, um, specifically for like enterprise, like big businesses, things like that. So Sony's just Sony just looks like they're trying to take advantage of that and use their cloud technology so that they can have a better streaming service for themselves. Yeah, that's all it is. It's like yeah. Apple buying fucking Samsung screens. Like it's the same thing, dude. Yeah, and, right. and speaking of that too, that's kind of something else I want to throw into. This will probably be like a little quick discussion because I don't know how much I guess you guys know about it. But um, another thing too with Apple, like they they actually announced their little their little gaming thing too. So, yeah, I saw that. I yeah. didn't like read up on it really though. I completely forgot. So the reason I bring that up is because Google and iPhones are like you know direct competitors, kind of like Sony and Microsoft. So for Apple to come out with their Apple Arcade, that's what it's called. Um, they already right. announced a lot of first party games that honestly look cool to me like i'm not gonna lie like i looked at the games they look simplistic they look cool and it's all probably gonna it's all gonna be on one subscription yada 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 um no ads no in-app purchases and you get to play it on your apple tv your what, iphone what iPad. are the games they're like how can i say it? 
I feel like didn't they try something like this with didn't they try dipping into gaming with the Apple TV before? Yeah, but those were like app games that you could get on your phone. So people so it wasn't really that much of a thing because you could play yeah. it on your phone and then move it to your Apple TV. I feel like yeah. these games are like better than mobile games, but not like your regular games that you would play. Not even Triple A, I wanna no. bring it up there. You know, it's like that no, sweet like... spot. What do they have like a price point or anything? Because if you gotta have like a regular subscription or something like that, Apple isn't Apple doesn't do too well in this field in general. So I I don't understand why you would really kind of do this if you're unless you're ha- gonna have like good games that people know and want to play. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I bring it up because um, as much as uh, as much as um. You guys probably like dislike Apple, but you know, as much as y'all like don't like them, Apple devices are just top selling ta- like tablets and and their phones and shit like that. Like you know, we know this. So for them to come out with their own gaming system, if that somehow that's some like sorry, not gaming system, gaming service, service if yeah. that somehow takes off, then not only do we have to worry about Google, and then we got to worry about Apple because they I feel Yeah, I, but see that's that's kind of the reason why I ask what are the games and what is the price point? Because those two things are gonna ter- determine it all. Yeah, no, no, that's that's another thing that's not like fully announced. If you go on a website, I'm gonna like link it right here in the in the chat. If you go on a website, you could kind of see the game. That's why I didn't mention any names. Like because I'm gonna be honest, like if they try to get games that aren't like mobile app games, but like a step above the problem with games like that is that they exist outside of the realm of casual gamers, but below the realm of like harder core gamers. So they're just not really catering to anybody. And if you have, if it's like a subscription service or anything like that, then nobody's going to want to pay money for games that they're not going to play ultimately. But see, the reason I bring it up is because, you know, that same category could fall for Google, maybe because Google is, you know, they're, they're going for like something completely stronger and, and shit like that but if you if you take a look at the games they they look okay to me like i don't know the name of like three of these games that pop up but um i'm gonna screenshot them and show you but they look they look cool they look like some pretty cool games it just depends on like like you said it just depends on how much the subscription costs because if it's like an eight dollar subscription then yeah well, like i said what kind of game well, i mean i know we're seeing some of the games but i mean as a whole what kind of games they have along with We'll determine, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot of this stuff looks like those like lower price Steam games that like yeah, exactly. Steam, That's what I'm but... saying. Like they're not like mobile games, but they like the low the low price Steam games. Mm-hmm. And I like I said before, Apple doesn't really have like a good reputation in the gaming community anyway. Just make phones. <laughs> right but and that's that's my thing too is like for all the talk about apple apple's biggest money maker is like phones like mm-hmm. their iphone is where they make all of their money and then like you know they make it from ipad too but those are really the only two things so it's like anything else that apple does isn't really like all that successful for the most part that's what i'm saying bro like I, maybe i'm different in this mindset but i do not give a fuck like if apple showed up at e3 on a surprise panel and announced a console with like crazy video graphics and shit showing gears of war being played i could not give a fuck less <laughs> right I but I, I feel like that's how most people feel because like i said apple's numbers show that you know they're making most of their money in iphones and ipads and things of that nature but all their other stuff isn't always doing that great even I'll tell you what. IMAX are selling terribly. <laughs> or Mac Minis, wherever their computers are. I'll tell you what, though, dude. Even yeah. though this is pretty much the same thing, if Apple was to open a subsy company, like, you know, a company that is technically Apple, but it's not. Yeah. Like what Google is and now. And they <laughs> made a console? Like, if it, if they, if that popped up at E3 and it was like, oh, fuck, I don't know. I'll call, I'll call it like I'll call it just like Project for now. If they popped up on on E3 and this company called Project walked out with this brand new console and that had Gears of War on it, I'd be like, okay, 
I'll look at this because them making a opening a whole subsidiary for it tells me that they're taking it seriously. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. But when I also you... feel like with them just having a service, I don't think they're taking it seriously as well. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested yeah. in it. Like, and not even like on oh, some like Apple fanboy kind of like status, but I just like I've been I've used Apple products a lot. I still have Apple products. Um, that'll be one of them things where if they were to give me a free trial, you know, for sign up for the first time, I'll try it, whatever. Because for me, it'll be kind of like comparable to the the Google, Google Stadia, because it'll be like, yeah, it's you know, it's cool to have that connected to my TV and playing it. But like, if I'm playing games that I can play on my console, whatever. But then on the iPhone, yeah, but... it's like, if they drop games that are new and I could get a free service, I, I wouldn't mind playing it. Like, yeah, it's Apple, but. Yeah, yeah, but see, this is kind of why I'm saying it doesn't really compare to what Stadia is doing. Kind of for the reason that you said is because Stadia is like, they're talking about getting like AAA titles and stuff like that on their service. Like Apple is trying to, from at least from what it looks here, they look like they're dropping like little no-name games that look cool, but I don't know that enough people are going to pay money to make they're, the service. They're worth dropping it. games, and they're dropping games that look like they're made by students at a game design school. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. No, no, and yeah, like, like I, I, I agree with you, uh, said Vulture. It, uh, like it's, it would be good. Like, okay, it's, Google Stadia is claiming to drop their own first-party AAAs, or just. They hope to support triple A's that we know to that we know today. Uh I think it's triple A's that are gonna be out on like consoles and stuff like that. Cause they had Doom, like at the convention that people tried it on, people yeah. were playing Doom. And uh they played Assassin's Creed Origins, like they were playing games that are on consoles. Because they on GameSpot they were talking about how they sensed the lag when they were playing Doom because Doom is such a fast paced game, but when they played Assassin's Creed it wasn't as bad. So, you know, uh, obviously the lag portion is irrelevant, but the games that they were playing it on, you know, those are AAA titles. Yeah, I guess for me, yeah. I guess like I definitely under, I definitely get what y'all saying. It's just for me, I'm looking at it as um, even if they are kind of like low budget games, like Scoom said with Apple, I would just rather play something new rather than to buy a whole yeah. or pay for a whole other service to play I mean, something like, I paid two years I'm, ago. I'm not saying the games won't be fun. And I'm not saying it won't end up being right. a nice project. My point is, and I think it's the same way a lot of people feel, is I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right? Like, nah, nah, it's the truth. That's why yeah. I was saying, like, this isn't a service that, like, yeah, some people are going to buy it. Some people are always going to, like, buy something, but it's not going to make enough money out to where they can sustain this. Yeah. Like, I don't think enough people are going to be into it to where it's going to be worth it, mm -hmm. ultimately. Um, whereas Google Stadia, I even don't even think that Stadia is going to be as big as they think it is, or as big as some other people are saying it might be. But I think Google Stadia has more of a place than Apple does. It does. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I'm. I don't have. I have zero percent confidence that this Apple thing is going to work. Yeah, I mean Apple's got money out the butthole. They can spend money on whatever service they want to at this point. Yeah, it'll fail and it won't matter. And they yeah, <laughs> they'll be like, "All right, well, sell more, sell the ten thousand more iPhone Xs in this area and make shut it, it down like Google Plus and call it a fucking day." Right. Forgot <laughs> about Google Plus. Yeah, that's that's an example of a service where Google supports it for like three months and then just lets it go. <laughs> Literally, like Google Plus just shut down. I think last year. Yep. It's, after it's being around, after. A, yeah, they had been around for a while, but the thing is, is they weren't like really updating it or anything. It was just around, and then they, they were just, just got to a point where they were like, "Okay, we can't keep these servers up anymore. Our electric bill is too high." Yeah, <laughs> they were just off. forcing people to use it. They started merging it with YouTube and all that bullshit, and like, but the thing is, they were doing all that, but they weren't updating the service. Right. right. So, and not to mention, Google Plus looked like a fucking 2004 web page. Like that shit was so annoying, dude. I don't <laughs> know why Google let that shit roll but it's dead now so f in chat <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man but i mean nonetheless whether 
whether I feel some way about Google Stadia and, and Apple doing their little gaming shit. At the end of the day, I'm going to have my four platforms to play on and I'm, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> um, but I guess moving on to other news, the PlayStation 5, they announced a lot more of the uh, specs and some rumors getting confirmed and and there's even a video that um I guess if you guys had to link up that I find pretty cool, but we'll see because it's under development. But if you scroll a little bit more down on that page, there's a video of uh, someone showing render speeds compared to the PlayStation 4 Pro to the quote unquote next gen PS5. And like you can see something load in less than a second and then it loading like eight seconds in on the uh, PlayStation 4 Pro. Right. So with that being said, because that's probably based off like an SSD. Um, with that being said, with their with their rumors of having a better graphics card with ray tracing and and you know SSDs and, a, and an eight core AMD chip, uh, the PS4 rumor wise is shaping up to look like a, a pretty promising console. With on top of adding you know them joining Microsoft with their streaming service, so to have that kind of power on top of a consistent streaming service, if you know that works well. Uh, the PlayStation 5 is already looking to be something. Uh, it's already looking like a beast in the horizon. And Xbox kind of just, you know, at this moment, my, doesn't have uh, anything that we know of. My problem is I feel like Sony and uh, Microsoft have spent so much money and energy updating their current consoles, you know, into new versions. That to see another, um, you know to see brand new systems on the horizon to me is kind of like, eh. I know they have been out for a while now, but I don't know. It just seems kind of weird to me that they're still pushing like, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's it, it's kind of like, um, cause you know, with the 360s, we had like the 360s and the elites and the slims and et cetera. Mm -hmm. But I feel like those weren't like direct hardware upgrades. Right with the Xbox One and the One X, for example, like that is a direct upgrade to the components inside of the Xbox. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that should have extended the lifespan of this console generation. I and agree. I feel like it's getting cut short. Now, nothing has been officially announced yet, so we don't know. But if it does turn out to be the case that Sony's going to announce PS5. Or Microsoft is going to announce a new Xbox. I think it's way too early. Yeah, they are rumored. I mean, it is rumored to say it come out. It's coming out in 2020. Mm -hmm. And you know, I feel like people kind of just got their pros and and you know they're going to be shopping for another another product. But what I feel like justifies it is if the, if rumors are true once again, because it's nothing but rumors. If it plan, if they plan on bringing PlayStation Four backwards compatibility to it, um then I feel like that'd be great with the specs that is rocking trading bonuses that you may get at GameStop or Best Buy. Um, like trading your pro probably get if, if the console is 600, let's say trading your pro get $350 off <coughs> and you get that, you get to keep all your PlayStation games subscription. You have to worry about paying for it. Cause you spent, you know, you paid for a year. Um, so if you don't have nothing to play for the PS five, you already have your PS four games that you can play at a higher performance. Um, you have the streaming service. If that, you know, if that falls through, um, faster load of times, probably better overall quality of like party chat. So I feel like I, I agree what you mean with these like these iterations of consoles coming out mid lifestyle. But um, I do feel like for someone who has like the old old PS4 going to the PS5, and if all these rumors are true, would be like a hefty like a hefty upgrade. See, but like you're right. But all that does is like fuck over the people that did invest on the upgraded system. Oh yeah, definitely. But people who bought and like that's not that's not a good way to do things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just wait your gen out and then release the next one. Don't you know have people, you know, get people to spend money on an upgraded system halfway through the lifespan and then release a new console. Like I don't, I don't know. Uh, Especially I, if it plays all the same games. Like I don't know, man. I don't like. That. I agree about the the wait part because it's like I said. What was it last episode or a couple episodes ago? Like. What are they going to significantly improve on in their hardware that 
you don't have now. I mean, obviously graphics will be better and load times will be better. Okay, what else are you doing? I mean, like, they can do it, but like, what's the cost of it? You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, that, uh, yeah, of course, what's the cost of it? But I'm saying like, our, our consoles are kind of like, well, this is the way devices as a whole work now. Our devices as a whole work like all around computers. Mm -hmm. Look at your phone, your tablets, your TVs, and even a lot of your consoles, like the Xbox. Xbox is a little bit better as an all-around media device than PlayStation 4, but PlayStation 4 is still a pretty good one. Like, they do everything now. What more could um, the next gen of consoles really support that's significantly better than what we got now? Yeah, that I'm glad that you kind of mentioned that too, because uh, I feel like in this generation, what's, what stuff upgrading so fast like Scoom said with it fucking over people who got the ps4 pro and you know they love it or even people got the xbox one x because you get to play like you mentioned too like, i'm glad y'all like what i said kind of ties into what i'm about to say because getting like the xbox one x um you have your you know your, your 4k dvds so you can watch stuff in blu-ray which is amazing you got you know you can put your tv to it Hulu and all that stuff. You got your games on it that support 4K. Um, you got the Xbox Game Pass. You got all this stuff. So to upgrade to like you know whatever Xbox wants to drop, let's compare it to what the PS4 rumors are. It's like yeah, that's cool, but it isn't no kind of significant upgrade. And it's like that with um, it's going to be like that with PlayStation. It's going to be like that with you know it's like that with phones. You know iPhones and and, and Galaxy phones. Like everything is such a Everything is upgraded so frequently. It but even comparing consoles to like phones for a second, like because phones are mobile and you can take them with you and you know, it gives you more, it gives you a more ability to upgrade them. Consoles, they just kind of sit there and consoles are kind of going in the ways of like general PCs, how like PC sales have been down for years now because people don't really need like a general purpose computer. Yeah. Like consoles do a lot of the same thing is like they just kind of sit there and they perform their purpose. But I'm and so to me it limits like what you can do on it. And that's why I say like what more could you do to upgrade a console at this point Be because it's more general purpose. It's not like a phone where you take it with you and do a billion things and live your life on it. See, but the thing is like the reason I'm the reason I bring up the phone thing is because it's kind of like Using, even using you, for example, like how, like me and you as an example, like I have a, the OG Xbox one. I have like no reason to upgrade. Granted, there being an Xbox one X that's completely stronger than mine. I would feel like the next gen, if we're comparing PS5 specs to the new next gen Xbox, I feel like if those were the specs, then that'd be a suitable upgrade. And then bringing you into this, uh, bringing you into this, um, into this convo. Like you having like your, I think you like a Note Four, or like a Note Three. Like besides, Note 4, yeah. yeah, besides the performance taking a hit, like you had that phone for the longest. And yeah, two gens, like the Note Seven, before like if it didn't blow up, um, that would have been a suitable <laughs> upgrade from the Note Four to Note Seven. Maybe like even like you know there could have been shit that wasn't a suitable upgrade. But going from the Note Four to I think the Note Nine that you got. Um, it's, it's huge, which would be comparing like me having an old school Xbox and a new Xbox. So I agree with what you said earlier about the waiting. Like, I just feel like these upgrades are cool. It sucks for people who get it back to back, like Scoom said, but I think it's good for the people who wait. Like it's, it's literally good to wait yeah. because you get your money's worth, but then the people who upgrade, they get that performance, which is great, but everything is upgrading so fast. Not as fast as phones, because, you know, we do know there's people who do that every year, which is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but with consoles, I agree, too, because it's like for someone to just buy a pro and who knows if, you know, the PS4 5, sorry, PS4 5, <laughs> the PS5 will come out next year. It's like, damn, I just spent like $500 on my pro with some games. And now here comes another console. That's pretty much like my like piece on it. I just feel like it is it would be great to wait. And, no, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I'm just saying, like, like I, I especially compare like the Xbox consoles, like seeing what it is that Xbox does now. What the heck is the Xbox Two or whatever the heck is going to be called? Like, what is what is that going to really do different? Yeah, because like I said, 
power i already get the power thing like that's that's kind of the biggest thing when you upgrade pc devices and, I, and obviously i'm not talking about specifically pcs but any device that uses like a pc chip in it you know obviously power is going to be better obviously graphics are going to be better but i'm also talking about like other features like the big difference like some big differences between like the 360 and the xbox one um you know, now I'm trying a mind blank. <laughs> well, obviously you had like Bluetooth controllers and whatnot. Um, you had things like, like your games could be shared across uh, accounts, which wasn't really a thing before. You know, uh, Xbox, you could talk to it and tell it to turn on, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Obviously it had more like media capabilities. Um, already had like Netflix and Hulu and crap like that integrated, but um or capable you were capable of using stuff like that plus like, using other microsoft apps um whereas the 360 wasn't capable of doing things like that mm -hmm. but when you think about like the xbox one to the next xbox what is the next xbox going to bring like those type of areas like nothing you know it's, it's still gonna be running windows 10 it's gonna, you know it's gonna have all the same fucking applications on it like <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, Connect it's not dead. <laughs> like, what? What are you get? Wait, what? Yeah, calm down. <laughs> oh, connects. Yeah. Uh, some somebody we know for those who didn't get the joke, but oh um, no, like I'm saying, like with the next Xbox, it's not like oh now it can support Hulu. Xbox One already did that. It's not like it can support game sharing or whatnot. Xbox One already does that. Oh, we have Bluetooth controllers. Cool, your last Xbox did that. Yeah. Your I fucking mean, controller is going to have a speaker in it. No. PS4 does that. So, <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, what are you really going to do? Like, I feel like there was a bigger leap between like the 360 and the Xbox One and the PS3 and PS4 because like we had kind of seen a big leap in media technology over that time. Um, but I feel like, I think I said this before too, I feel like the way media technology is going right now, we're not seeing like a lot of, we haven't seen like a lot of innovations in it the last couple of years, like major innovations where people have just been like going wow over it. And I feel like that's going to hurt like this console race. Because uh, well, because actually, I was going to say, like, I think I would like to see consoles do this thing where they change their consoles and make them more like mini PCs as opposed to just straight up consoles. Yeah. Like if they made them more like mini PC rigs instead and give you basically like the freedom of a PC, maybe not quite as powerful and maybe not give you quite as many freedoms as you would with a PC but still operate for the most part like smaller PCs, you know, give you a web browser, not a a condensed version fit for your console web browser, but like an actual, it'd be nice to see like actual Chrome or actual Edge. Um, I mean, that's like, that's like what the, what Valve Steam Machine was trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was exactly going to bring that up. I would like and to I, see these console manufacturers go more in that direction. Yeah, and I actually think that was a, such an awesome idea. It just, it really didn't end up working out. But I think it's, you have a Steam machine? I didn't know that. But yeah. yeah you do. Oh yeah, no, I'm talking about the Steam machines. And I thought the Steam machines were fucking awesome. They just, like, I wish that was honestly the standard. But unfortunately, it is not. <laughs> so. Hardware, I think. It wasn't thing. running smooth. I don't think stuff ran smooth on it. Well, the thing is, like, there were so many different ones you could buy. And I think that's the issue is, like, there were, because the Steam Machine, it was pretty much open source. So different companies could make different machines. Like, you could have Asus Steam Machines um, of oh. different grades. You could have Alienware Steam Machines of different grades. Like, and, you know, so it was kind of decision overload, I, I think. Um, too hard to make a decision on which one to buy and if you went for one of the really cheap ones it just wasn't it didn't end up being worth what you spent on it yeah exactly but yeah but like if they just if they only released ones you know that actually would do the complete job then it's like, pro like proprietary ones as opposed to like yeah. open source right
And now imagine that. Imagine that idea for Xbox or PlayStation and it worked. Like, mm -hmm. that's what I would like to see for next gen. That's worth it to me. In fact, actually, it looks like here that Cyber is still selling Steam machines. See, I thought they stopped selling them, but maybe the manufacturers who've already made them or they still have stock or something. Yeah, I don't... I don't know, probably. Shit, if I... Honestly, like, if I had the money, I would totally fucking snag one, just to see um, what's going on with it. But... No, I, I, I don't return shit. I know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm tight because like my dog was barking, and mm -hmm. I definitely was muted for like the past two minutes on a on the video. I don't think you were. No, 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 on the video. Oh, on the video. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good because yeah. y'all were talking. So, God bless. <laughs> I fucking hate my dog, bro. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, call Peter. Um, <laughs> but no, actually. I was gonna say Wayne just something. I was there was a point I was gonna have. Um, my thing, my thing with PC gaming is a. Uh, I think PC gaming could really take off even more if consoles kind of disappoint this gen. Yeah. Um, like I said, PC gaming is still PC gaming is way better, but it's still a little bit too niche to where I'm telling everybody to go get a PC. Yeah, true. Yep. I always find myself telling people to go get a PC. It's like, yo, bro, I'm telling you, I actually just got a coworker to get hers, and um, she like she loves it. Like, she's still on her Xbox because of the game she have, but she copped a 144 hertz monitor and then her her AMD PC with the Ryzen 7 series and a a 1070, and she's just like amazed playing everything at a higher refresh rate. And I'm like, I'm telling you, like, you think I'd be bullshitting? Like, you know, yeah, PC no, game is amazing. Is, <laughs> PC gaming is great. It's just. I still know too many people who I still can't justify telling them drop your console and go buy a PC. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast, but part of my problem with PC gaming right now is that it's best for people who either play those popular competitive games like Fortnite or Overwatch or League or one of those type of games. It's best for those guys or people who love like indie games. Like a lot of those. I, 15 20 steam games yeah i feel like it's starting to become like that sadly because when i do play shooters because i like playing shooter on pc um it does get like you know the, the playing field and that's just for obvious reasons as far as mouse and keyboard versus controller mm -hmm. but if right. someone coming into it like that shit could get really discouraging i've gotten used to it like i've trained myself so i can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe, even if someone may beat me i know i can hold my own but coming into this like that shit can get OD discouraging. Popping your controller into the PC and someone smoking the fuck out of you on like Call of Duty yeah. or Fortnite. All right, but when it comes to people who like playing more single player games or are more RPGs or you know people who play those types of games exclusively or like AAA titles stuff like that, um, PC is still slightly behind in that area. They've caught up. They've definitely caught up more so than where they were before in the past. But they still have some work to do. Uh, I like I don't know, dude. I think RPGs are definitely best on PC. Like, there's so many more that you don't even have access to on the Xbox. Yeah, well, I mean, like, well, I mean, like, in the sense of like, there's like some more AAA title like RPGs, um, like Persona, for example. Persona has a huge following. That's a game you can't really get on PC. I'm talking more as far as far as like the availability, not so much that the games don't play great or anything like that. I think they play fine. It's just like the availability of some of these games. PC's getting there, but they're not 100% there yet. Yeah. I think in the next few years, though, they'll catch up. To completely. Yeah. And then like I, and then like we mentioned like 20 minutes ago, like that, that sucks. But I mean, good things happen to those who wait. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I'm saying you're not going to tell somebody to go buy a PC and then wait for all your games. No, no, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. Uh, true, true, true. You know what we need Thanks. to do? I was thinking of at the, uh, I, I feel like you mentioned it. I feel like we should mention uh, deals of games and stuff or like our games we recommend at the end of the podcast. Because um, I look at a lot of my Steam uh, wishlist Yo, games. Yo, ESO's $10 on Humble Bundle right now, so. ESO is $10? On Humble Bundle, yep. 
Put it up. I'm on. You know it's funny because I'm on Steam and that's just a whole sixty. <laughs> well, for the for the for elsewhere, it's sixty. Oh, yeah. Okay. I want to say, man, who lying? Because I'm looking at my Steam um my Steam wish list and like some good ass games up here. In Combat Core. If people don't know, it's kind of like a kind of like Power Stone, but just you know made by a different developer, probably. Not on Dreamcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sunset Overdrive is on sale, and I'm like, yo, these are some, some solid ass games that people probably don't know about. We'll do that next. Yeah. We will do that next episode. We got time. They probably have to be Steam games though, because I don't know about Xbox, but PS4 his games for the last couple of months have been. Bro, I don't even. I don't even look at them shit. Oh my lord, they're terrible. Nah, Xbox is. It's, it's all. It's all a PC, bro. Because Xbox ain't doing no better. Like they they had this one game on game for gold and, and shit was just ass. Yo. Xbox generally does better than PlayStation, yeah, but I yeah. guess they've been doing bad too. Because like I said, PS4 like they've never been great, but they've done better than this. I don't like the last like four, five, six months, bro. They just haven't had nothing. <laughs> Yo, why does World of Warships have a big titty anime bitch on the thumbnail? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, hold on, let me drop this in the chat real quick. I'm fucking completely serious. Look, bro. What? The hell? what? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude. Oh, what does that have to do with the game? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I gotta see this. I don't even like that, is it? Not at all. Well, it's okay. a fucking naval war simulator, yeah. dude. I watch people stream this. So just to watch people stream this and then see that is like why, bro? That's... What? <laughs> okay, dude. All right, I guess I know what I'm downloading. <laughs> Catch you later. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and you're gonna download the game and you're just never gonna see her. Oh my god. Oh boy. Oh Dude God. in the review said, I blame Azure Lane yeah. for making me play this. Damn ship girl wife. <laughs> Yo, oh my lord. That's fried, dude. That's hilarious. Wait, so have we gone through everything? Yeah, we, we, we did. We did. But oh, I, I, was okay. pretty, I was pretty satisfied with the. How to do it. Chill fam. Chill fam o'clock. Is this the after show? Are we there? Did we get to the after show like ten minutes ago? And at the parties, it was with the. Uh, <laughs> was with Bro, the... We gotta, we gotta end the first part. <laughs> end it, end it, end it. <laughs> All right, Pete, stop. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say. Oh, sorry. So we got to the end of the podcast. Um, we are one thing that I didn't do that because I I listen to podcasts more. What I need to do and the description panel for those who you know who uh, go on. I think Google Google Play. And um, I don't think I could do this on Spot, not Spotify, on SoundCloud. But I know Google Play and iTunes. I can put in the description like links to everything. And I need to start doing that because I know there's a couple of stuff that you know we'll watch or we'll see that we want you guys to see, or just social plugs that we could just put in so you could follow us everywhere and not just the few chosen gamers podcast or Twitter, um, like my social media schoons vulture uh, you know just to get involved and see what we're doing outside the uh, oh five parts of shit out my mic um <laughs> get outside you know see what we do outside of the podcast because um yeah things are things are um not that things are changing but i personally have been making a lot of youtube videos and i'm stepping in the youtube realm have you? I haven't seen any. Oh, no, no, no. They're not up, but they're definitely okay. pending. <laughs> I was like, that ass haven't seen any, bro. Like, I wasn't joking. Like, I also want to remind people that, like, you can watch our podcast on any podcast app as well. Like, once he, uplo- once he uploads it to Google Play or SoundCloud or wherever he puts it, iTunes, uh, it goes up on podcast apps as well. Like, um, I use one called Podcast Republic. There's podcast, uh, what was it, Podbean, I think it's called. Pocket Cast is a, a popular one, so just throwing that out there. Um, there are apps specifically for downloading podcasts. You download them, you can play them. Sometimes what I do for podcasts is I play them at two times speed if they're really long. And I know not everybody wants to do that because it sounds funny, but um, that's the benefit of podcast apps. Um, just make sure you download it because it really helps us out, so we know who is watching what. I forgot but to like tell you that's, that's the option. 
Red Zero Two. I got an email on the Few Chosen Gamers Gmail, and like, uh-huh. you know what? Let me pull this up because like I feel like it was spam, <laughs> but it was like it was interesting. Um, it makes me it makes me know that people are listening. But uh, give me a Which second. We appreciate. <laughs> Uh, where's it at? Where's it at? Okay, so someone named Zamir, if you're listening to the podcast, I appreciate it. He um, he he said uh, he just and told us we didn't know what we were talking about. Well, pretty much, nah, he said. He said, <laughs> um, he said, I came across your iPad. iPad. Wow, I came across your podcast on the iTunes app and was really interested to learn about it. So I found your contact info online. I'm currently trying to get into podcast podcast space myself and speaking to some other creators or so reaching out. And I've heard that. The current experience of podcasting has room for improvement. So you put a link, which I have not clicked because, you know, yeah, it's a link. Computer. Yeah, I love, I love my <laughs> computer. But if you're um listening and you happen to, I guess, do stuff like that, um, I would rather you send like your information, like your Instagram or Twitter, so I can know that you're a human. Because I do appreciate the reaching out to us, but I'm not gonna lie, this looks like a spam email. So, so like I, I like I said, I appreciate it, but I'm not clicking anything on that email. Um, and if you also besides emailing, you could contact us on the Twitter, because um that's always gonna be there, and we you know we respond fast because we all have access to it. And right. there's also Discord you could come through in case anybody you know who wants to play damn it anything like we all hang out and chill. So, you know, if you kind of want to take it further past listening to the podcast, you know, we're here with open arms and open butt cheeks. And if, my arms. No, <laughs> no. But my butt cheeks. <laughs> and, uh, you know, <laughs> random ad here. <laughs> if if you're if you're ready to run the Division 2 raid on PC, Facts. hit us up on Twitter, please. And and most likely, desperately. most oh, likely from, di- from this episode till now, if you haven't like messaged us, we probably have a already done it, or two just don't care. Because <laughs> we probably just didn't have enough people. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll definitely mm-hmm. catch you in the next episode. Get ready for E three because you know you gotta love. What does E three stand for? I know three E's, right? Electronic Entertainment Expo. Okay, so you know that's gonna be lit, and I can't wait. For for rumored announcements, because E3 is always juicy. Cyberpunk. Yo, facts. We'll talk about that later, though. But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. nonetheless, thank you guys for listening. Catch you guys in the next one.